Hi again, and welcome to the Stouting Off podcast, episode number 41. If you can believe that, let's just jump right in. Welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Drew Stoutenberg with a J sound, Drew. There actually is a basketball player. I believe he's on the Milwaukee Bucks who just won the NBA championship with the name Drew. J-R-U-E from what I remember. Forgot his last name though because I don't watch that much basketball. But anyway, I am the host of this podcast called Stouting Off where we simply spout off everyday chit chat about the things that matter in life. And I am joined live by my producer, Jordan. Jordan, good day to you. Good How day are you? to you. I'm doing great. You're welcome. That's awesome, man. Love to hear. <laughs> love to hear that. It's a beautiful day, and um, I'm I'm reinvigorated, man. I tell you, episode number 40, 40 uh, got a nice little reception, and it was really nice. It seemed like the, the fans enjoyed what we had to say. It seemed like we were bringing some value, and we actually... Where's my little note? We had some shout-outs that I actually wanted to in turn, shout them out. So these are folks who listened to the podcast episode number 40 called, what was it called, Jordan? Oh, accidentally liking a pic while creeping, which is something we've all done. If you haven't heard that episode yet, go back and listen. And while you're doing that, would you go back and subscribe on YouTube and subscribe on Apple and Spotify and everywhere else that you consume your podcasts? It means something to us. It truly does. That's how we're able to do this for a living, full-time, Jordan and I. Living yeah. off the right, you know. Yeah. So you guys are actually making our dreams come true by doing that. So we'll just continue to bring you value, and all we ask in return is that you like, subscribe, and share. Anyway, wanted to shout out a handful of people who who were, said some nice stuff about the Stouting Off podcast on uh, Instagram. These are people who shared and tagged us. That's going to be Bosox Mike One Ten, Salus Drums. Ryan Scott Graham, Wood Willington, DC Holmes, Jay Ciciotti, Joel Clinton Hall. I mean, should I keep going, George? There's just so many. A lot of good names, heavy and hitters. Z and Z Robbins, and that's actually it. But thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, each and every one of you, and just those of you who listened to the podcast last week and uh, and just liked it and simply enjoyed it. Whether or not that was accompanied by a formal like on the like button, I don't care, ultimately. All we care is that we're bringing you value. But if you could scratch our back while we're back there scratching yours, just share it. Share it on Instagram. Tag us, and I'll shout you out in the next episode as well, even if you're going to be a repeat offender, even if you're on that list that I just talked about. Okay? So that's all I got to say. That's the housekeeping stuff. Jord, anything mm -hmm. you have to add on that? No, no. We're good. Do you like this shirt? I do. For those of you not watching the podcast, and thank you, Jordan. For those of you not watching the podcast, I'm wearing a shirt that I got back in 2000, maybe 17. It's Columbia Pro Fishing Gear. And it's always been just a little bit big on me. But now now he's now he's starting to bulk up a little bit. So I'm yeah. starting to fill this out, you know? You going on a I'll, charter soon? I am going on a charter. Yep, sword fishing down in Boca Raton. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> 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 I made a career change. 
No, I am actually bulking up, but not in the right way, dude. I've been eating like an absolute glutton lately, eating all the wrong things. So I'm, I'm actually on day three of a veggie uh, smoothie kind of diet, although I cheated last night and got a full pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut and ate the whole thing, except for one slice. Because everything in moderation, you know? But anyway, I've been on three days of this, and <laughs> it's so disgusting, but it's what my body needs. It's what baby's body needs to get back on track, back online. And what's in here, again, if you're not watching the podcast, I'm holding a chalice filled with a very viscous looking green smoothie. And it's it's chunky. It's not juice. It's not like a juicer where you put it in there and you just get the extract and you can just take it like a shot. This is like a, a mini meal. And so what I've got in here is kale, which sucks. Baby spinach, which is okay. It's kind of innocuous tasting. It doesn't really taste like much. Spinach doesn't. You can blend it in with just about anything. But kale is the real offender. But it's also the healthiest thing in there. And then I also put in, I think, four strawberries. I put a whole carrot in there, Jord. And then I put a banana in there. Some some healthy carbs from Did a banana. Did you say it's chunky? Yeah, it's chunky. Can't be. It is, dude. Don't want it to be. Look, it's for you. You can see it on the lip right here. It's nasty on oh. my Granite City mug. But yeah, and so I've been living off these, except for last night where I had a whole pizza, like I said, minus one slice. And it doesn't taste good, man, but it's it's getting me back on track. And it's a mental reset that I need. And it also abides by my rule that I live by, which is if it tastes good, it's not good for you. If it doesn't taste good, it's good for you. And this abides by that that law of life. It does not taste good, but it's great for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you got, Jordan? Were you going to say something? I just, I'm trying to figure it out. Do you plug your nose when you drink it? Obviously not, because you just did. <laughs> no. I'm, it doesn't taste offensive. It just tastes not good. Yeah. And it's, and, and I think for most people, what they would struggle with, with this is, um, is this the texture of it? Yeah, because it yeah. feels kind of like if you if you mixed sand with water and then you drank that, but it you know wasn't sand; it was edible. Man, it's not good, but it's again, it's good for you. That's it. I I was hoping you were going to finish the sentence there, and you did, and that's why you're my guy. Yeah, that's why you're my absolute G. I've never done anything like that before. I've never I've never juiced a smoothie or whatever it's um i've gotten to this place over the past three days where i almost look forward to it in this weird way because i know that i'm putting some nutrients and some fiber and some vitamins and antioxidants that are going to eliminate those free radicals that swim about in your body well they don't swim because they're not real they're just or they're not alive they're just little ions but yeah, I know, I look forward to it because I know that, Hey, I'm doing myself a favor. Yeah. I'm doing my body a favor, but you know, not everybody needs to do this. A three day juice or a three day smoothie bender. I just right. need to, because I struggle with moderation. So people will look at this and be like, Oh, Drew, why don't you add some vanilla powder? Or why don't you add some peanut butter? I'm just like, no, because that violates my rule. If it starts to taste good, then it's less good for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's another reason why, honestly, 
I can't wait to get married someday because I do feel like a lot of women who do smoothies and stuff and just know their way around like flavors and things. I could really use like a, like somebody to help me with that. You know, maybe there is a way to make it tasty and also maintaining the, or maybe even enhance the the health factor, the health benefits. So anyway, I'm going to take take one more. Kind of in like a capsule capsule juice plus. Yeah. There's no way you get, you're getting the same, you're getting the same value. Don't know. No, no. It's all dehydrated fruits and vegetables. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's more than that. See what you're get, what you're not getting in that instance. Maybe you're getting a lot of the same vitamins and stuff, but what you're not getting with a, a capsule is like the fiber value that's in this. Cause you're not actually yeah. getting the, the plant or vegetable material. Right. This is all of it. Right. You know? And yeah. that's and that's that's one thing that people say about juicing as well versus smoothies. Um, right. Dude, going on tour in a, a couple of weeks, and I'm so excited with my friend Lauren, who is actually she's been on the podcast before. Do you know offhand what episode that was? I feel like it was in the 20s. No, but I can find out real quick. So she's while you're coming. working, yeah, she's she, she. I'm playing with her, so she's she performs under the name Flurry, mm-hmm. uh, which is French. French for flower, I think, or blooming or something like that, which is beautiful. And we're opening for one of my frigging favorite bands ever called Colony House. Yeah, dude, that's going to be so I'm tight. so, so stoked. And I was, we were in the, the band group chat the other day and we were texting and stuff and um, we're going to bring, <laughs> we're going to bring the Ninja Blender so we can have smoothies on the road. Yeah, dude. And watch wanna... episode 14. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. So Lauren was on episode 14. If you haven't seen that one, go back and check it out. Um, that was a great episode, but I'm so pumped. So we're bringing the ninja. We're going to stay healthy that way. And then the guitarist Corey in the band is also like, he's like a cocktail master, a cocktail artist can make the best cocktails ever. And he's got a, um, he's got a full road rig with a, like a, a road, a travel case and everything that he's bringing his, his bar gear, which will be cool. That's tight. Coffee too, yeah. If I remember, coffee too, yeah. He's got a case for coffee as well. The case for coffee by Lee Strobel. <laughs> <laughs> the case for coffee. Um, he does have a case for both, and he's bringing both. So we're gonna be healthy. We're gonna have good cocktails, and we're gonna be buzzing with with um, caffeine from the coffee. It's gonna be nice. You guys are going on tour to just like drink stuff. Yeah, we're not even. Did you hear me swallow just now, dude? A little bit. Ooh, I'm sorry. Listener, I'm sorry. For those of you out there with misophonia, sound rage, which I bring up every episode, I'm sorry for what you had to hear just now. But yeah, Jordan, we're going to basically be living off liquids. It's going to be what great. That's what I'm going to call the documentary. The tour documentary is living off liquids. What are you most excited for about the tour? Um, Honestly, I'm excited to watch Colony House every night because I'm actually a legitimate... <laughs> fan of them like i'm going to watch their set every night and then i'm playing a a drum kit by their drummer owns a um, drum company called franklin drum company and i'm playing one of their kits i'm playing a franklin drum uh kit for the tour which i'm excited about and then i'm excited to just be in different parts of the country maybe some a little bit colder weather yeah and uh, um you guys coming to michigan no we passed through it we'll be there for three days but we won't be playing a show there Okay. So we, well, I'm sure we'll link up. Maybe we'll even do an episode while I'm there. Yeah. Could be fun. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Speaking of tour, 
um, another one of my favorite bands, they work out at my Y, which you know about this, so I'll just tell the listeners. I work out at the, uh, uh, the YMCA, and every day at lunchtime I go up there between 11 and 12 Central Time, and a couple guys from like one of my top five favorite bands are up there working out all the time, and I finally summoned up the courage to introduce myself yesterday. No kidding. I did. How'd it go? It was good, and they're they're from a band called the Band Camino, and they're so good, and it went well. In, in fact, we have a mutual friend, so that's that's kind of how I said. It. I was like, man, I see you up here all the time, and um, I'm friends with you know this person, and I'm just a big fan of your band. It's it's great to see you guys in here ripping every day and getting ready for tour. And he's like, that's right, gotta be ready for tour, you know, like yeah, get get tour ready because they're going on tour with Dan and Shay. Oh, word. Yeah, um, this fall, and they're, that's a stadium, like an arena tour. So good for them. They deserve it. They make some really good music. Um, what are you listening to these days, Jordy? Mayer's new album. Oh, right. Like on repeat. Yeah. I can't stop. I listened through that album two times on my last road trip that I took uh, from back home, back to Nashville, and... um. I was kind of in a sad headspace and it just made me kind of sad. But now that I don't feel quite as sad, I should fire it back up. But I remember it being like really good. It's really good, dude. It's different. Yeah. It's a different mayor album. He took a different approach because he's got nothing to lose at this point. It's it's not so, it's not so singer songwriter. It's more like polished. Yeah. It's more pop. Yeah. Kind of right. Less blues and sob rock. Dude, it's real. It's that's the name of the album. It's uh, it's good. And um, the past week or so, I have been tracking my own stuff um, because I'm trying to make a 15-song lullaby thing to put on Oh, Spotify. that's beautiful. So let me just stop you right there, Jordan. For those of you who don't know, Jordan, and he would never say this about himself, but he's one of the most talented musicians, multi-instrumentalists I've ever met in my entire life including everyone I've met in Nashville, Jordan still in terms of talent has like, he's up freaking there. (laughs) If I can toot your horn for a second, Jordan, you're amazing. Jordan's native instrument is drums and piano, but he can play everything else. His native instruments rather. He can play everything else as well and he can compose. So you're putting together a lullaby album. Is that what I'm hearing through the grapevine? Yeah. So for the past three or so years, uh, I've been just kind of ripping the same playlist when, when I put, the kids down to sleep. And I've always said, like, I feel like I could just do this a little better or, or just maybe not better, but more so like, I feel like if I'm going to have to listen to this music, why can't it listen? Why can't it sound like the music I actually want to listen to? Yeah. Lullabies. Yeah. So I'm just taking all of that stuff and, you know, switching some chords around and doing some things, making it darker. You know what you can do? You know what you can do? Ryan's band, one of the individuals who shouted us out, mm-hmm. his band made an alternative, or maybe somebody else did, made an alternative album that is their album, song for song, but in lullaby format. Oh, that's cool. It's the, a State Champs album, Living Proof, and then they have, like it's called like Sleeping Proof or something. I forgot oh, what it is, tight. but it's like it's like a lullaby version. You could take songs that you like and put them into lull, like lullaby Yeah, that's mode, a really good idea. Know? Yeah. Take a couple songs off Sob Rock and just and rip. I might try to do it. The problem yeah. is, is like no matter what, Blakely will request the wheels on the bus. 
I know. She knows. When it. you guys when you guys played that when I last time I was at your house, it was so freaking cute. Oh, yeah. Jordan Jordan was playing the guitar and singing it and Blakely who's only like is she two yet? No. She's not even two yet. Was doing like the hand motions and stuff and it was so cute. I watch that video at least once every 10 days, dude. It's so cute. <laughs> Scroll back up to it. I'm like, ah, she's perfect, man. Miss you, kiddo. She's sleeping right now. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. That's what she's... you're hearing. Her snoozing. <laughs> her snoring. I hear her snoring. Yeah, I hear her snoring through the walls and everything. <laughs> 18-month-old. Uh, wait, she was born in September, right? Yeah. Love that Uncle no. Drew knows that. November. Jude was September. Ooh, Ooh that's what I meant. Um, I went out to dinner with a couple new friends last week and I, I noticed something that I noticed subconsciously every time I go to a restaurant, but I noticed it specifically this time. And that is, here's something that annoys me about the restaurant experience. And I'm going to take one last gulp of my green sludge and then I'm going to go dive right into it. Ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, ba-bum. Thank you for that segue music. Best producer in the freaking league. And I don't care who knows that. Actually, I do care who knows it because I don't want you to get poached. <laughs> um, here's what bothers me when you go to certain types of restaurants. You sit down, the waiter or waitress comes over and they say, welcome to such and such. Have you all been here before? And then that question bothers me and I'll tell you why. Firstly, I feel the obligation to go around the table and be like, he's been here, she has not, she has, but in another state, he hasn't, he has, I have before, but a long time ago. So that's one thing. And then the second thing is like, as the waiter or waitress, what are you going to do with that information other than say, welcome, <laughs> welcomes or welcome back? Your actual messaging doesn't change at all. The me Like you don't need to, and, but some places do say, okay, well, here's how our menu is set up. And it's like, oh, 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 gotcha. So, okay, so it's like the menu at every other restaurant, right? Okay, got it. Like, I don't need a welcome back, nor do I need a hand-holding through the menu. In fact, when people start, when the waiter waitress starts to pop off about the menu and tell you about it, that's where I can't, I cannot hear anymore. When they start to talk about specials, Yeah, my, my hearing goes away and all I'm trying to do is fake a reaction like I'm listening and like it, like, like what they're telling me is interesting or new or insightful, yeah. you know, or if you go to like, kind of like maybe more upscale restaurant and they have specials and they'll, they'll stand there and tell you the specials. This is a separate topic from, have you been here before? They'll stand there and tell you about the specials and they're like, and we have the, the cod from caught freshly caught from Maine. And that's going to be braised over a lemon freaking pine, chart whatever i don't even i don't go to upscale restaurants enough but when they're talking with collard greens there you go yes and they're going through all of the things and the whole thing is a minute and a half and you have to just stand there like yeah or sit there like yeah oh oh looking at the people like, that sounds good i might get that yeah and uh just some chatter table chatter yes man just let me look at the menu say i'm here if 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 you need a recommendation i'm here let me know if there are any questions. Otherwise, I'll be back in four minutes. Yeah. My thing is put the freaking specials on the menu, dude. How that am I too. supposed to memorize what you're saying? Because, yeah, exactly. Even if something does sound interesting, 
you're not going to remember like what it was called. Just like, yeah, what was the what was the cod thing with the bed of rice and the lamb chop side? Just playing. Now we're going through it thing. again, though. Now we're going through. <laughs> there we go, and there we go. That's what bothers me. That's yeah. the only thing that bothers me right now, other than because <laughs> <laughs> I just saw in my list of things I wanted to talk about. This restaurant was also a dun 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 small plates place, and I don't like small plates restaurants. I always leave hungry. I'm always afraid to take, if I like something on the table, I'm always afraid to take too much of it. Like I have to act like I'm not super excited about the shrimp ceviche. And I have to take like two pieces and I have to monitor everybody else what they're doing because I don't want to like be the one who's taking too much. And yeah, I just don't, I don't like the, the small plates environment. Do you? I do. And I, I usually, I went out. You go last with Monica, night. and she loves it, right? That's like the thing too. Is like if you're going out with two people, it's really easy. You just get like ten small plates, and it's fun because you get like a, <laughs> you get like a taste of the menu. Though that's the thing is like you're ten. not you're not like confining it to one particular taste. It's Amazon also different when came. it's with your. It's also different with your significant other, slash spouse or whatever, because you're comfortable enough to be like, oh, I really like that. Like, do you? What do you? Are you going to have some have sure. some more of this before I finish it, basically? Yeah. Yeah. I went or, on a double date last night, and we got, I think we got six small plates, and then we each got an entree. That's so nice. Like the six was like the appetizer kind of thing. And Dude, we ran 10 into small that. plates, by the way, when you just said that, 10 small plates for two people is so much. It so depends many on how plates. small they are. Some so of many them plates, are too. One it's bite a lot each. of table real estate. Yeah, it's a lot of plates. <laughs> It's a but lot like of, if the restaurant's doing it right, you're sending in your order all at the same time and they course it out. That's cool. Yep. True, true, true. Um, your dinner last night, we'd be remiss not to say, was with Jesse Green. Yeah. Jesse awesome. David Green of Handcar Studios, who was on episode number Christmas. He was episode number Christmas, which I think was thirty two, maybe thirty one. Here he is. Thirty three. 33, how could I be so off? 84 Sheepdog. 84 Sheepdog. That's a good episode too. So you got to check out the the Lauren Strom episode and the Jesse Green episode if you have not watched yet. Um, so I mentioned I go to the YMCA here every day at lunchtime. And there's always this lady who is uh, working behind the counter. And I asked her how her weekend was. And she said, oh, it was good. My grandma just turned 100. So we had a party for her. And I said, a hundred years old. Imagine how different the world was when your grandmother was born. Yeah. And off the top of my head when I was standing there, I was like, well, no air conditioning. Which is funny that I mentioned that to her specifically, and I'll go back and tell you why. No <laughs> air conditioning. I'm not sure if automobiles were accessible for the everyday human quite yet. I'm pretty sure if they were around at that time, they were for the ultra rich. Mm-hmm. Um, things like modern medicine, TV, TV, internet. phones, internet, especially, dude. Internet, inner I N N I N N E R N E T. Internet. That's how you say it, and that's how you spell it. 
it's funny that I mentioned air conditioning to her because over that, that was the first thing that I mentioned because over the summer, my air conditioning in my car had just petered out totally. It's my car's eight years old and, um, I had recharged it using one of these like refrigerant cans that you can purchase from O'Reilly Auto Parts or AutoZone or any of the other ones. You can basically buy one of these systems and recharge your system, your um, your air conditioning with refrigerant, okay? That was such a Donald Trump hand motion I was doing just now. Okay. You can you can recharge it with air... I won't even try to do the impression. We'll have Will Woodington do it next time he's on the show. <laughs> And so I was, for whatever reason, when I was checking in at the Y one day, I was t- telling her about it. <laughs> like, why would she care? <laughs> but this is, usually that's my first face-to-face interaction with anybody for the days when I go there at lunchtime. And she said, oh, my air conditioning is out in my car too. And I said, oh, well, I'd be actually, I'd be glad to, you know, I'd be glad to charge the system up for you. Like, if it's out here, just let me know. You know, I can bring the can at any time. She's like, oh, okay, that would be great. The next day, I bring the can with me, and I'm like, hey, if you want me to charge the system up, let me know. I've got it in the car. I, I figured I was just being nice. Yeah. I figured I was just doing a nice thing. It's hospitality. It's like just being hospitable and, like, you know, gracious and kind. And she's like, oh, you know, yeah, maybe. I get off at 12, and I was like, <laughs> you can't just step up. I mean, it's. I said it's like a three-minute thing. I, I don't need much time. She's like, well, I get off at 12, so I don't know. And, the next day, it's still in my car. I was like, yeah, let me know. You know, <laughs> I keep going. She's like, okay, I'll let you know. And then after about four days of doing that, I was like, I might be overstepping now. Like, I she she might not actually want me to do this favor. Maybe she, I don't know, maybe for whatever, for whatever reason, she's not comfortable. But if I didn't have air conditioning and it was hot as heck, and all I needed to do was step away for three minutes, I would be like, yeah, yeah. sure. I'm sure one of the other... 25 YMCA employees could cover her for the 180 seconds it's going to take to do this task. That's what I'm saying. And so I, I eventually, um, I eventually just stopped asking and now we're friends again. It got weird there for a couple weeks. It was pretty touch and go for a second. She probably thought you had to go out there with like a car jack, take all the tires yeah. off <laughs> and then pop the hood, Re- remove the seats <laughs> And that <laughs> remove the seats. Well, I get off at twelve, and I didn't bring my car jack. Do you have one? Ooh, she probably you... drives like a twenty twenty Tesla, and she was <laughs> just trying to make conversation at the same time. <laughs> she was just trying to level with me, like, yeah, I also have a piece of crap car. Yeah, I'm a peasant like you, Drew. She Ubered to work. <laughs> Oh man. So I got um I got these fun little cards which were from an Instagram ad. And I want to see if if you'd be interested in playing along right now in fact. They are their podcast episode ideas or conversation topics. <laughs> I That's thought funny. it might I thought it might be fun to um to throw a couple out there and just see where the wind takes us. Yeah, let's see what it's saying. Do you dare me to try? Dare you. Double dog. <gasps> dare you to try. Dare you to... Um, that's in the wrong key, man. Okay, so I have... I have the episodes right here. 
Okay. You can see on the thing it says episode ideas. Great. Are the young are the young are the young people awake? I don't know if you guys heard that, but Jordan's got the young people. Um you want to try one, Jordan? Yep, I do. He's texting his wife, make him stop talking. <laughs> Take him outside. Um, okay, so I'm going to go like this, Jordy, and you tell me when to stop, okay? Stop. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Discuss three silly mistakes to avoid in life. Kind of a deep topic. Dang. Three silly mistakes to avoid in life. Um, I can think of one living your life to please someone else or please other people is a mistake in life. I don't mean, I don't mean to be accountable to no one because that, you know, accountability is important. And (laughs) did you hear this? No, I got the train going. Accountability is important in life, but you can't, one mistake to, to make in life where a lot of people go wrong is to live for the approval of other people. And that's a lesson. And I'm being frank with you guys and being honest because we talk about real stuff. That's a lesson that I have learned and have been growing in just over the past, you know, two years, maybe one or two years. It's just not living for the approval of other people. That's a key mistake that people make in life is to, uh, to live for other people's approval. Yeah. What's a mistake that you can think of? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is something that I just, uh, uh, something that I just saw like on the internet. It was like a video. And um, the guy said, if you woke up and had a million dollars, would you be a happier person? And everyone was like, yeah, shook their head, you know? And then it was like, if I gave you a million dollars to never wake up again, would you take it? And everyone's like, no. If I gave you $10 million to never wake up again, would you take it? No. And so he basically said that, like he he basically got around to saying that like every day that we wake up, we should be like thankful for the breath that we, we have and thankful for the opportunity to like live another day as opposed to just wishing for the things in life that can easily go away or come to you or whatever. So uh, when you asked that question, I was like, you know what? When you wake up every day, you always wish you had what you don't have or wish you had air conditioning in your car, but you still have a car to get to work or whatever it is, like all these different things. So um, uh, yeah, I I think that would be a, a mistake. It's not a silly mistake, but it is silly when you think about it because we all wake up and complain about what we don't have as opposed to being thankful for what we do. Yeah, wow. That's good, Jord. So, it, yeah, it's not a silly mistake, but it's a significant mistake. Sure, yeah. Is not practicing um, gratitude and contentment. I find that those two things work hand in hand. They work in tandem, gratitude and contentment. Yeah. When you're content with what you have, you're thankful for it. And when you're thankful for what you, you have, you're content with what you have. That's Straight good, Jord. Straight up. Yeah. It's another mistake you can make in life. <clears throat> this is um, a mistake that I've made in life. Thinking about it, it is kind of silly, but um, 
and it also ties in with my first thing that I said, but to make your, um, to not make decisions based on fear of failure. Fear of failure is like the number one reason why people don't try stuff, but you can't achieve anything. You can't grow. You can't do anything of value if you don't risk on, in, uh, to some extent, some failure. Like if you don't, for example, how could we be the number one podcast in the world like we are if we didn't just try and risk failing, you right. know, in the first place? Right. No, so not trying for feel, fear of failure is a, it's a silly mistake that we can make. So don't make that, people. And that's just me telling you from my own experience. I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself, actually. And that's something I have to continually and actively and daily remind myself. Is yeah. You got to try. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail, you yeah. know? Yeah, you can you can get your ducks in a row. You can make a calculated risk. It doesn't have to be willy nilly, you know, but you can't let fear of failure. What if I fail? And what if people think of me differently? And what if what you could ask every what if question you could ask what if questions for all forever for your whole life and just but that that is what leads to inaction, which leads to stagnation, which leads to not growing depression, yeah. <laughs> anxiety, <laughs> bad things happen when we don't try. And when you do try and you succeed and it works out, oh man, you stand a little taller. Yeah. Chest st- sticks out a little bit more. Yeah. Not just from chest day that I did yesterday, but it's like that, you know? I think it kind of gateways into another silly mistake. Hmm. Is taking that too far or eh, maybe taking it into a different direction of like the compare game. Ooh, it's so true. That's a silly mistake too. Comparison. Yeah. That's a trap, man. Comparison is such a deadly trap. On one hand, it's good to be around people who make you want to get better, but everybody's different. Everybody has different giftings. Everybody has a different upbringing, background, opportunities. And also the comparison game on say Instagram or something, that is that is a silly the silliest of all comparisons. Right. Because nobody's going to post when they're depressed and heartbroken and crying on the floor. They're going to post when they're on vacation the next week because they needed to clear their head and now they're in the Poconos. Isn't that a vacation destination? <laughs> I think it's in the Poconos. I think it's in the Poconos. I think it's uh I think it's in New England. Michael Scott went there. Really? Um with his mistress in one of the episodes. The Pocono uh, Mountains? Po- yeah. Yeah, where are they? Where's that mountain range? Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's in Pennsylvania. So they're not going to post when they're crying on the floor, heartbroken. They're going to post the next week with a caption that says, the mountains are calling and I must go. And they're going to post a picture of a mountain range with them in the foreground yeah. facing the mountain range. And they have cool a cool outfit on. It's the one day a year that they busted out their hiking boots and they have cool socks yeah. and then they are wearing leggings and they also have a cool backpack and a knit cap with the fuzzy thing on top. And probably sweet hair. And probably sweet hair or else it wouldn't get posted. So don't compare. Don't compare. It's silly. It's silly. And I need to tell myself that. Want to do one more? Yeah. That one was hard, dude. That was hard. Lighten oh. up. All right. All right. Let's do a light, lighthearted one. I'll stop it on a light one. Oh, wow. I just got a text right now from my friend Carrie, also a friend of the podcast. 
She said, I need to confirm, you know that flight attendant interview is not real, correct? Really? From episode 40 that we talked about. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Is it debunked? This That guy has edited his own commentary into several news stories. It's his shtick. Wow. Wow. I'm actually going to record. That. We did call that. Well, yeah, it, we were like, it doesn't seem real. We're actually recording right now, Carrie, and thank you for that piece of information. We're going to talk about this on episode 40. And in fact, we are right now. So this is a video that I'm sending to her, and we love you. Thanks for supporting and listening to the podcast. Yeah. Love sending video greetings. All right, you want to do one more? Yes. All right. Tell me when. When. <laughs> All right, I have two. No, I don't want to talk about that one. This is the actual one that came up. Okay. Share your bucket list. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to get married and I want to have a vacation home. Um, those are just material things. Well, they're not, mar- getting married isn't. Let's just change it to because these are just ideas. So let's let's modify the uh, the idea. Let's say um, one place. You want to, you want to travel to before you like just can't travel anymore. Fair, fair. Well, I do want to get married. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a one time thing. Like a bucket list is usually Finally like got to do that. It's like <laughs> exactly. It's like experiences and one off things like trips. Well, I'd love to. I'd love to participate in a wedding. Um, <laughs> I, I want to go do to Disney. I want to go to Yosemite. I want to get married. <laughs> honestly, though, honestly, I'm so excited for my wedding someday because it's going to be a frigging rager. Yeah, dude. I'm going to rent out Little Caesars Arena downtown Detroit. It's I was gonna just be there every... yesterday. Really? Pass, pass by it. Oh, fair. I'm going to invite every person I've ever met and every person they've ever met. That's going to be fun. <laughs> That'll be fun. Um, a place I'd love to go. Oh, man. I really wanted... To, a, a couple of summers ago, I was really planning and considering a trip to Switzerland. Yeah, and dude. that part of the world is beautiful. Oh, yeah, man. That'd be um, so tight. And to visit the Matterhorn, which is that cool-looking mountain that almost looks like the mountain that the Grinch lives on. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say that I'd love to go to Switzerland. Um, I'd also love to go to like some of the tropical places. Um, Greece looks really cool. I have friends who have been to Greece and posted about it on Instagram a week after they were crying yeah. on the floor. <laughs> Mon's been to uh, Mon's been to Greece. Really? She did a thirty-day Europe trip. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Shortly so, before you guys got married, right? Yeah, just just kind of baby dating, like. Uh, early stage really early stages yeah what about you dude honestly i think one place that's always like in the back of my back of my mind is bora bora with those huts on the water and like it's just surrounded oh by like yeah super shallow crystal blue water that's one of those places that looks like they they it's a destination on the bachelor for sure you know it's I think like it those, has been i think it i'm has sure been. it has yeah. like just oh, 
honeymoon caliber times 10 yeah. kind of situation. Would be so tight, but only like cool. Monica and I have not taking kids. Yeah. Pushing a stroller down a dock that's like 17 miles long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, did I hear the kids are... Uh, well, we did hear. The kids are back, though. Kids they, are back, yeah. Blakely's sleeping. Jude's just up here messing around. Acting a fool? I sent a I sent a text. To your wife? Yeah. Get him under control now. <laughs> I said... I'm doing my job right now. The idea of this being our full-time <laughs> jobs is hilarious, by the way. It can happen. That's a bucket list. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's It'd something I would to like. It'd be fun full-time. It'd be friggin' fun. And then we'd also have side hustles. Hee hee. Yeah. Because never put your eggs all in one basket. Have a bunch of baskets that you put a bunch of eggs in. And that's just a principle of life. But um, that's all I've got. Thanks again for listening. What happened? thought I had sweat stain in my armpit. I don't, though. Thank goodness. Thanks again for listening and uh, sharing, like I said at the beginning of the episode, on behalf of Jordan and I both, thank you for listening to episode 41 of the one, the only Stouting Off podcast where we chat about everyday stuff. See you later. (laughs) 